ho, ho. This is your lone podcast, the lone angler, coming back at you with Taco Monday. How is everyone doing? And welcome back to the podcast. How is everybody doing? And this, today, is a special Christmas podcast, so I'm glad you are here. Welcome, everybody, to this special Christmas podcast. We have ourselves a guest, and you all know her, the Chungus Among Us. She is back. Chungus, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Thanks for stopping by to help me celebrate Christmas. Thank you so much. How are you doing, Chungus? Not bad. Yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Alright, today we are going to celebrate Christmas. So to all my guests, thank you for stopping by and listening to our special one-hour podcast. Thank you so much. It might be a little bit more, but it's about an hour. Alright. Right now, we are going to talk about Christmas, we're going to celebrate Christmas, and we are going to have a good old time, folks. And also, to my listeners, I hope you've all had a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas, and thanks for stopping by to listen to us and chill out with us. Thank you so much. All right. How has your holidays been? Uh, excellent. Excellent. Yeah. That sounds good. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, pretty good. We had food, which is always nice. That sounds good. That sounds good. You know, my Thanksgiving was good, too, excluding me losing the Thanksgiving podcast special. Oh, that that always sucks. Yep. That, that did suck. That sucked a lot. But I might be able to bring it back, folks. But, uh, yes. Oh, by the way, forgot to talk about it. But the Christmas music sounds great, doesn't it? Now, the Christmas music is royalty-free. The person that created the song is Danyan Key. Uh, Danyan Key. Danyan Key. The Yankee. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, royalty-free. I figured I could give credit because credit to him because, of course, he made some good music. And this evening, you are going to listen to some nice Christmas music. All right. Do you have anything for us today, Chungus? Yes. I have a few fun facts about Christmas. A few fun facts about Christmas. And none of them are dark, I swear. None of them are dark? That's gay. (laughs) Cut that. It's not dark? That's, that's, that's stupid. Oh, shoot. No, no. Cut. It's not dark. That's that's just square. Square, really? Did I just say square? It sounded like squire. Squire? Yeah. <laughs> now, this I'm leaving in. Yeah. Folks, just to give you a little filler in, I've been editing uh quite a bit. So uh yes, this part I'm leaving in. But anyways, what do you have for us, Ch- Chungus? Um, some fun Christmas facts. Fun Christmas facts. Hit me. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, well, first of all, this is from the website Passbook. Passbook? Yes. Passbook? Yeah. I don't know. I just found it. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. What about... The first one is... Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song. 
Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song? Yes. Well, shoot. Yeah, originally the song was written by James Lord Pierpont and published under the title One Horse Open Sleigh. It was supposed to be played in the composer's Sunday school class during Thanksgiving as a way to commemorate the famous Medford sleigh races. Really? Yes. Huh. Well, you know what, folks? I might need to add that in my Thanksgiving podcast just to screw with y'all. <laughs> I might just do that when, if I'm able to bring it back. I don't know. But anyways, continue. That is weird. That is very weird. Thanksgiving song? Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Dang. I thought there was no Thanksgiving songs. Well, there's a couple, apparently. Hmm. All right. All right, so in the Netherlands, the uh, Claus, the Dutch version of Santa, Santa Claus. The what? Sinterklaas. The Sinterklaas. Sinterklaas. Wait, is that offensive, me, me doing that voice? No. Okay, the Sinterklaas. What about yeah. him? All right, well, in the Netherlands, he arrives from Spain, not the North Pole. Spain? Ooh. Yeah. Obviously. Nice. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, Rudolph's red nose is probably a result of a parasitic infection of his respiratory system. Wait. Sorry? <laughs> um. What? Basically, uh, there's a type of parasite that you can get. That uh, will, uh, the path it travels through the body illuminates. So he probably has a parasite. Ugh. Yeah, you... gross, right? Ugh. Yeah, that is gross. And dark. Finally we're getting some dark. I thought Yay. this was going to be stupid. I thought it was going to be all sprinkly sparkles and all that stuff. Finally, parasites. Horrible thing. Perfect. That's what my people like in this podcast series. Horrible things okay. happening. They love it. They eat it up. Okay. All right. In Germany, Poland, and the Ukraine, finding a spider or a spider's web on a Christmas tree is believed to be the harbinger of good luck. Really? Yes. I never heard uh, about that. According to one legend, a spider wove a blanket for baby Jesus. According to the other, a spider web on the Christmas tree turned silver and gold once the sunlight touched it. One way or another, decorating a Christmas tree with artificial spiders or spider webs is uh, believed to give you good luck. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, like, um, you know, like... I don't think, a sp well, you know, spiders are creative, but I don't think they can make a blanket. Okay, well, I have to question no that. You are no fun. <laughs> All, All right. right. They can knit. Sounds cool. All right. Oh, this is a good one. Two weeks before Christmas is one of the two most popular times for couples to break up. Really? Yes. Bomber. <laughs> yeah the number one is spring break spring break yeah weirdly enough uh, 
kinda, I guess, makes sense. Because, you know, like, if I'm not mistaken, the spring break, you get, like, a long break. Especially, yeah. like, when you're in high school or something. So, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh it's not that long. Yeah, like, like, think about it. Like, you're with your girl or your boy at school every day. And then once you get spring break, you know, basically you're at home or you're on vacation or something and you're away uh-huh. from them. So, you know, you know how many dudes or chicks is between that? It's like, it's almost like a, a temporary long distance relationship. Yeah. Spring break is usually a week or so. Ah, well, <laughs> well <laughs> I thought it was like a month or something. No, that's, that's <laughs> summer break. All right. Okay, right. but why is that, though? Why do people break know. up on spring break? I don't know. Hmm. All right, here's one. Japanese people traditionally eat KFC for Christmas. Really? Yeah, Kentucky Fried Chicken. I think I heard about that, but I kind of didn't believe it. You know what I mean? Like, Japanese people eating KFC? Is that a real thing? Yeah. Now, question. Is it like Kentucky Fried Chicken? Or is the KFC in Japan kind of more, you know, no, caters to the Japanese No, it's Kentucky cuisine. Fried Chicken. Cuisine? Con- hmm. No, stop it. Ladies and gents, uh, Chungus is also my producer, and yeah, she, she gets me out of a lot of ish. <laughs> she gets me out of a lot of ish sometimes when it comes to the show. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know when to shut your mouth. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um. Uh, despite popular belief, uh, putting the X in Xmas does not take Christ out of Christmas. Oh yeah. Yes, because uh, the X is an abbreviation due to the letter in the Greek alphabet, which is Chi, which is the first few letters of Christo, which is Latin for Christ. Ah. I thought it was just to shorten it. Well, it was, but um, a lot of uh, people thought they were trying to take Christ out of Christmas, but in reality, they were just shortening it using the Greek abbreviation for Christ. Mm. (laughs) Ah, yep. Uh, I can kind of understand. Well, I can kind of understand how it can be questionable, but uh, yeah, I understand uh, how they would think that. But it is interesting how you threw that out. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's interesting how you told me that. I did not know that. I thought basically it was just to shorten it. I didn't know it was like that deep, right? Yeah. Huh. Fun facts. Yeah. Um, okay. The first artificial Christmas tree wasn't even a tree at all. It was goose feathers dyed green. This was very popular in Germany during the 19th century. Why? Because they wanted a fake tree, but they uh, didn't know how to make a fake tree, so they decided to be all fancy and crap. All right, sounds good. Hey, 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 uh, producer, uh, can I make what? jokes about Germans, or is that insensitive? Um, if it's Nazis, it's cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, Nazis can can um uh they they can um. Well, well, they're stupid. Yeah. Boom. They're stupid. Yeah. Nazis suck. Yeah. That's right. That's how we do it in the streets. That's a fact. 
Yeah, well, yeah, it is a fact. But anyways, yes, feather trees. Yeah. Actually, I have a funny thing that in, I, I can't remember which European country this is, but every year on a very famous Nazi's birthday, uh, Nazis will do a march in honor of him. Really? And, oh, yeah, but it's funny because uh, people have started, like, making pledges, like, every mile that they walk, that those Nazis walk is donated to, like, Jewish uh, charities, to uh, gay charities, uh, all sorts of stuff. So they've turned, like, this hate march into a charity function. Are you serious? Yeah, and people literally go down there and cheer them on with signs like, thank you for helping the gays and stuff like that, and it's so funny. <laughs> that is weird. That, that is, is weird. Petty. That's how to turn a negative thing into a positive thing, I yeah. guess. That is my level of petty. <laughs> All but, right. Um, Iceland has 13 Santas and an old lady who kidnaps children. Oh, is it the Baba Yaga? Or is that uh, Russian? That's Russian, dude. The Baba Yaga. Huh. Uh, let's see. That's all the fun facts. There's only 12. Really? What's your thought? On? What's your thoughts on this topic? Like, what's your thoughts? Which topic? We bounced around a few. The ones that you read. Uh, I think they're interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, feather Christmas trees. Yeah, I like that one. Wait, what was the crazy one? I, f I forgot. What was the crazy Which one? one? <sighs> I can't remember. Okay, well, oh, okay, the spider web one was kind of crazy, but, uh. Yeah. What uh, was it? Uh, it may have been the Jingle Bells. Oh, yeah, Jingle Bells. That's it. What yeah. is up with that? Like, why did why did we steal that song from Thanksgiving? You know, Thanksgiving, all they have is turkeys. You know what I mean? The sacrifice of turkeys. That's Which, all we to got. to be fair, if you listen to Jingle Bells, there's really no mention of Christmas, if you think about it. There's really no mention of Christmas. But there's also not a mention of Thanksgiving. Well, it's not about Thanksgiving specifically. It's about the chariot races that they would have, and they always had them on Thanksgiving. Well, not chariots. That's the that's the Roman era. Wagons, cart races. I don't know. Something like that. Sleigh races. I, good God help me. Sleigh <laughs> races. All right. So, uh, Chungus, let me think. Yeah. Let me think. Uh, alright, there was, there was the, uh, I'm trying to think. Okay, the spiderweb one, what was your thought on that? Um, it's weird, especially that they, there's beliefs that a spider wove Jesus's blanket. Yeah. That was weird. Wait, I just thought about it. I just thought about it. I didn't even ask it, I'm stupid. What's okay. up with 13 Santa Clauses? And one angry old lady still in children. I don't know. I just I just forgot about that. Like, I've been listening to you while looking up my papers right here that I have written down. By the way, we're not scripted, folks. I just have some headlines here. 
But like I could I completely forgot about that. And now now that it comes to mind, what's up with 13 Santa Clauses? What's up with that? Do they have names or anything? Uh let me look. I they do. Let me grab the thing. Mm. I I clicked off the site. Let me find it. Alright. Is it is it kinda like uh no, there was only seven dwarves. I I was about to say thirteen. <laughs> Sneezy, goofy, uh let me think. Angry, uh drowsy. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't yeah. even I'm sorry folks. I haven't watched Snow White in a very long time. So sorry. You mean s- sleepy and grumpy? Yeah. That's it. But that's not all seven of them. But we'll go uh, with it. Let's see. There's Dot, Dopey, Sleepy, Grumpy, Happy. What? How many was those? I wasn't counting. <laughs> six. Uh, five or six. Uh, I I was close. There's probably more, but I don't care. All right. Let's... This is Christmas. We're talking about not no. Uh, shoot. Well, actually, Snow White isn't a holiday, is it? Ain't a uh, holiday film, no. is it? I'm a freaking idiot. Sorry. <laughs> Alright. But yeah, like, um, shoot. Now, stuff that I remember about, which I'm talking to the audience, by the way, Chungus, while you're looking it up. Stuff uh-huh. that I know a little bit about German holiday beliefs, you know what I mean, when it comes to Christmas. Uh, mm-hmm. I do remember, uh, Krampus, or is it Krampus? Krampus. Yeah, Krampus. Right, uh, yeah, by the way, the horror movie, it's kind of great, but it's also horrible at the same time, so, uh, you know, if you want to watch that, if you want to watch it for Christmas, go right ahead, but, uh, I remember that movie, and man, that was so dumb, wasn't it? It was. Oh, man, it was just stupid. Alright, I have it pulled up. You do? Alright, hit me. the 13 Yule Lads. Yule Lads, the 13 Yule Lads. That sounds like an Icelandic YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, it does. It might be. (laughs) Uh, Well, apparently the holiday for Iceland, it begins 13 days before Christmas, and each day one of the 13 Yule Lads comes to the house and fills the shoes of the kids. It's either sweets and small gifts or rotting potatoes. Sorry, come again? (laughs) Um, let's see. Uh, 13 days before Christmas, every day. No, I heard they, that, but what what is in the shoes? Um, well, if you're nice, they'll fill your shoes with sweets and small gifts, but if you're naughty, they'll fill it with rotting potatoes. Rotting potatoes. Yeah. Did you hear that, folks? She just said rotting potatoes in children's Hi. shoes. Yeah. And the mother of the Yule Lads, a half-troll, half-beast named Gryla, I think I'm pronouncing that Gryla, right. yeah. Gryla. Yeah she, <laughs> yeah, she kidnaps the uh, naughty children and boils them alive in her cauldron. Along with some potatoes? Heck yeah! <laughs> what is, I, I'll tell you this. The difference between American Christmas... And then these other countries, specifically all these cold countries and these, like, grumpy countries like Germany, uh, Iceland, uh, 
I guess, Norway, uh, Russia, etc., etc., etc. Like, their holidays is just, like, grim and dark. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you to know what fair, I'm saying. Their stories are much more interesting than ours. Yeah. Better writing. You know, like, yeah. big old pot belly Coca-Cola Santa is, uh, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just very thin, you know? Not much yeah. depth to his story. Besides Which, him delivering gifts to everybody. Fun fact. Um, uh, St. Nicholas, who Santa Claus is based off of, was actually black. Really? Yeah, he's a black guy. And he would uh, go at night, he would go to the poor, and he would go up on the roofs and drop gold coins down the chimney for them. Really? Yeah. Are you sure about that? Like, I thought... It it's a legit fact. Hmm. I can Google it real quick if you want me to. Uh, go right ahead. <laughs> I try to be factual with my audience as much as possible. But yeah, yeah that's kind that's of a what? Of <laughs> that's kind of a what? Yeah, I figured, but, like, I kind of knew that, yeah, like, St. Nicholas, I knew he wasn't white, but, like, I, I didn't know he was black. Like, are you sure he's black or, like? Hold on. Huh. It's kind of cool. So, uh. Hold on. Alright. Uh, just <clears throat> talk. I'm, I'm Googling. Oh, yeah. Like I said, if you've enjoyed the Christmas music at the beginning of the podcast, yes, credits to DN Key. I guess that's what his name is, right? DN Key. So, yes, credits to your music. You did a great job. Very nice sounding Christmas music. But, uh, yeah. Huh. Uh, St. Nick was uh, most definitely black. Really? Yes. He was born into a wealthy Christian family in the second half of the third century. Uh, really? St. Saint, uh, Saint Nick, what we know him for, as a young man, he uh, secretly donated three bags of gold to a poor man who couldn't afford to pay his daughter's dowry and was going to resort to selling them into prostitution. Oh, dang. So, yeah, so for three nights, uh, Nicholas threw a bag of gold into the man's home window. Uh, but by the third night, the father caught Nicholas doing that. Yeah, well, you can uh, go on Google, and there's a, a several paintings from that era of St. Nicholas, and he's very clearly not white. Hmm. Yeah. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know what? We probably need to start doing Black Santa Clauses. Yeah. No, I mean, we need to quit whitewashing Christmas. Okay? I know, right? We need to have a African-American Santa... Actually, he... he no, okay. He wouldn't technically be African-American because he's in America. He's not American. Okay. Yes, Black Santa Claus. That's appropriate. Black Santa. In this story. Yeah, we should totally do Black Santa. Yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds good. Uh huh. Sounds good. Do you agree, ladies and gents? We need to do Black Santa. Mm hmm. All right. Uh, Elves. Where did elves come from? Do you know? Uh, the origins of Christmas elves? Let's see. Yeah. Which, speaking of whitewashing, they always whitewash the guy who wrote The Three Musketeers. Really? Yeah, like in the the movies, 
There was one movie where they had like the rider show up. It was like, ooh, it's the rider of the Three Musketeers. And it was a white guy. And in reality, the guy who wrote the Three Musketeers was a black man. He was actually a. He was actually like a general for, uh, shoot, oh no, my, I'm going blank. Who's the little French guy who had a Napoleon? superiority? Napoleon, there we go. Are you serious? Yeah. He's involved with I, Napoleon? Which, funny thing, Napoleon hated him because all the ladies liked him because he was a big, tall, handsome black guy and he <clears> hated <throat> him. <clears throat> what? I think I know why. <laughs> I'm one to get monetized, but I don't want to say it. But let's okay. just say he was he was you know he was uh, taller blessed. in height than uh, he was, Napoleon. He was blessed. He was I blessed. Can't <laughs> <apparently>. <laughs> he was blessed. Yes. But anyways, ladies and gents, we're gonna have to take a little break, so we'll be right back. And I hope you like this Christmas music that's about to play. We'll be right back, folks. Stay tuned for the second part of this podcast. We'll be right back. back how is everyone doing thanks for sticking around me and chungus is going to talk a little bit more about some crazy stuff that she has for us but um before we get to that today i've been watching something that i've never watched before now to tell you this if you guys have listened to my last podcast you saw me talking a lot of smack about star wars right I am a fan of Star Wars, okay? I don't like the new Star Wars, but I am a fan of Star Wars. So, I've about watched everything when it comes to Star Wars. But, the only thing that I have never seen in my life, and I figured it would be appropriate for Christmas, is the Star Wars Holiday Special. Are you serious? I watched it. Oh, my. Now, for some of you people that happen to not know, the Star Wars Holiday Special was a variety show on CBS in 1978 where George Lucas, after the success of the first Star Wars movie, making millions and millions of dollars, he's like, oh, man, this is great. You know what I could do with this money? I could start a new Carol Burnett show. With lightsabers. (laughs) And yes, they got Harrison Ford. They got Mark Hamill. They got everyone else in the cast to literally do this variety show. Oh, dear Lord. uh, To say this, I've been like watching it like while working this morning, you know, at work. (laughs) Which I don't suggest you do that, folks. But I had to get some research of it so I could talk about it. I figured it'd be interesting to talk about. But um but um yes, it is an hour and thirty minutes. And yeah. Uh never in my life have I seen a cringy Star Wars, excluding the new Disney movies. <laughs> uh 
it was, uh, well, to tell you this, there was basically some singing, dancing. They had some stars, like they had uh, one of the uh, Golden Girls on there. They <laughs> they had Harvey Corman. They had uh, they had some singers on there. They had a rock band, and this is basically what it was about. Chewbacca and Han Solo have to basically go see Chewbacca's parents, Chewbacca's wife, and Chewbacca's kid. That's what it's about. And what? in the in the special. You literally see Chewbacca Mama, you see Chewbacca Grandpa, and you see Chewbacca's son, the son of Chewbacca. I and like um, Chewbacca Mama. <laughs> basically, they have to make it home for Christmas, or as they call it in the movie, Happy Light Day. Ew. Happy Light Day. That's what they called Christmas. I don't know with. if I should call it a movie because the budget was. For Star Wars, like, okay, you f- you freshly come out theaters seeing, like, this massive, huge Star Wars movie, and then you watch the CBS special, uh, yeah, like, budget is, like, flop. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You, you, and <laughs> the funniest thing in the movie is just the Chewbacca son. Like, it's just cringy. Like, Chewbacca's son literally goes like, oh, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> but um yes there's some merits to it there's some merits to it like in the movie you actually see harvey corman dressed as a four-armed drag queen version of julia childs i appreciate that so yeah there's some merits you know you get like this nice little cartoon thing in it uh you get some singing uh you you watch uh grandpa chewbacca watch a porno (laughs) it wasn't a porno let me explain. He was testing out a VR system, and there was this seductive lady in the VR system, or what they had as a VR system, kind of like dancing and singing in seductive uh-huh. clothing. And I'm like, uh-huh. Grandpa! <laughs> wow. And this is in a variety show. Like, it's not like rated R or anything, or rated PG-13, but still, it's like, if if you're an adult and you read between the lines, you're like, Grandpa, should you be doing this? <laughs> I'm going to tell you folks this. That variety show was the cringiest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I have 20 minutes of it left. Like, it was full of, like, you know how variety shows worked yeah. in the 1970s. You know, like, there was a combination of jokes. There was singing. There was other things, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Basically, there was singing, there was a rock band, there was the cast of Star Wars not happy to be there at all, because they didn't put any effort in it, (laughs) and I can kind of understand why, because think about this, Chungus, think about this, Chung, you literally make a successful multi-million dollar film, and make so much money off of it. And, you know, the actors, you know, half of them came to fame because of that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then George Lucas comes along and he's like, all right, guys, I got a new idea. Are we doing a sequel? And he's like, well, not not exactly, but I'm wanting to do a variety show. It's going to be just nice. You know, we're going to have some singing, some dancing, some jokes, Harvey Corman, all kinds of. Famous people 
in it. The Golden Girls, yeah, we're going to have them. And the cast is like, oh, frick no, man. We ain't doing that. We just made multi-million dollars from this picture. We need a sequel. And then George Lucas is like, well, what if I told you that Harvey Corman was going to be a drag Julia Childs? And then, and then they're like, all right, USLB, we're in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to be honest, folks, Harvey Corman as a drag Julia Childs is the only highlight to it. Yeah. Uh, it's to the most cringeworthy fair, thing I've ever seen in my life. To be fair, back in the day, that was a pretty hot commodity. That was hard to get by because as soon as it aired... George Lucas forbade it to ever be aired again, and the only way you could get it was uh, like a bootleg VCR tapes. Wow. Yeah. And George Lucas said in an interview, if he could hunt down every uh, copy of that thing, he would, and he would destroy them. Well, I have some news, folks. Uh, I don't, I don't approve of people. Uh, uh, illegally posting videos on YouTube, but uh, you can find it on YouTube. Huh? You can find it on YouTube, folks. So I suggest before George Lucas gets it, to enjoy your holidays, watch cringe-worthy, scary-looking, lowest-budget-in-the-world Star Wars movie or variety show. Yeah, you can't consider it a movie, but they're trying to pass it off as a movie. So yes, ladies and gents, find it on YouTube, and I dare you to watch it but yeah <laughs> it, it's pretty laughable but yeah it's it's pretty crazy mm -hmm. oh uh chungus you you had something to say didn't you uh, I, did I, I, I think i completely cut you off like from your second topic so sorry <laughs> uh i just had to tell you about it like yeah. it's just what is this you know what i'm saying like yeah. what is this but yes, do you have anything else to tell the audience about? Like, any um, articles or anything? Hold on. Wait, Demonetized. Demonetized? Oh, yeah, because I use copywritten music. <sighs> I sung it. Dang it. Oh, actually, I can't be demonetized because I'm not monetized yet. Ha! Ha! That's right, ladies and gents. Not monetized right. yet. Let's see. Alright, so I have some uh, bizarre Christmas crimes. Bizarre Christmas crimes. Yes. Well, what has Harry and Marv done today? Alright, the first one is the SantaCon bank robbery. SantaCon break. Uh. Wait, break robbery? Did you say break? Bank. Bank robbery. What is wrong with me? Why would I say break robbery? I'm sorry, ladies and gents. For some reason, I'm not on my game today. Or is that the right saying? Not on my game or not on my ball? What the f***? Definitely not on my ball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on, folks. So sorry, ladies and gents. Okay, uh, you just say your sentence, and uh, I'll, I'll try to chill with my peach iced tea while you're, you know, telling me about all this interesting stuff. So sorry, so sorry, blah. So sorry, ladies and gents. Gee, Willikers.
Uh, well, every year in Texas, there is a Santa Con, which is a bunch of people show up and dress like Santa Claus. And one year, some guys decided it'd be a great idea to rob a bank dressed as Santa Claus and then disappear in the crowd of Santas. Are you serious? I'm serious. You're telling me. All right, ladies and gents, you heard this, clear. It, by the way. All right, hold on. Let me pause you for a second. You're telling me that this man on SantaCon, which is, I, I assume, like a comic con, right? Yeah, it's for Santa. Okay. Okay. He dressed as Santa Claus. He robbed a bank. Uh-huh. Stole a lot of money. Yep. And then disappeared the red suits and the beards. Yep. This was in San Francisco, by the way. I misread. Oh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> you done failed. You're misleading the audience, Chungus. I can't believe do I, it. Do I need to bring up all the things you're having to edit out? Yeah, I'm having to edit out a lot. I don't know why, folks. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, by the way, the guy was never caught. Okay, San Francisco, SantaCon. Yep. This man stole all kinds of money from a bank and then yeah. disappeared in the sea of red suits and beards. And little jingle dingles. Disappeared yeah. in the shadows. Disappeared into the rice patties like Vietnam. Yes. Kind of like that. Uh-huh. All right, now is the snake and cash thievery. Snake and cash thievery. Yes. What is this? In 2012, a man went to a pet store and stole a handful of snakes and cash out of the register. When caught by the police, he claimed that it was a gift for his son for Christmas. Why Why would you grab a handful of snakes? I don't know. Well, the, he was getting them for his son for Christmas, apparently. You know, I'm going to be real. No snake should ever be a gift, okay? Ladies and gents, I don't care if you're a reptile lover. Yeah, snakes are reptiles, right? Yeah. I don't care, ladies and gents, that you're a reptile lover. A snake is a bad gift, okay? In most of the cases, it's a bad gift for a person, unless they're your enemy. Then give them a bag full of snakes. That'll be great. But, a hand, ugh, I, I hate snakes, folks. I, I can just imagine they grabbed a handful of them like he was grabbing spaghetti noodles or something. I, Ew. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I'm even having bad analogies. I have no idea how I'm going to end the podcast tonight because it oh, keeps growing well. up. I don't know. But right. anyways, snakes and money. Right. Why don't Better. you take the money and then buy something safer than a snake? Better. I have a better one. I have a better one. You have a better one? Tell the, the folks. Giant weed, giant weed Christmas tree. Sorry? What? Giant weed Christmas tree. Giant weave or weed? Weed. Giant weed Christmas tree. Yes. 
Tell me about a it. A woman was found with a very large cannabis plant that she used as a Christmas tree. Ladies and gents, I believe that deserves an applaud. That is criminal activity of the year. A giant marijuana Christmas tree. That one's my favorite. Man, you know, if your house got caught on fire, it would both be a catastrophe and the greatest experience you could experience. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Just that Christmas tree getting lit up. You know, all that smoke. Mm. (sighs) Well, actually, you would die from the smoke, but, you know, you would, you would also be, be really lit. happy about it. Be lit and high about it, too. Why would you do a Christmas tree? And I presume this place that she lived at obviously didn't allow marijuana. Why in the world would you not only have that much weed on you, but you would form it in a Christmas tree? Well, Why it was would you a do cannabis that? plant. And it was the size of a Christmas tree. Yeah. Oh, I thought she made a Christmas tree out of cannabis. No, she. it was a giant uh, cannabis plant, and she de- decided to decorate it for Christmas. That's close enough. Yeah. I love it. But, you know, also that was a bad idea. But you know what? I'm sure she's uh, thinking right now it was worth it, even though yeah. she probably went to jail for it. I bet. <laughs> I bet it was Florida. That, oh, it has to be Florida. My goodness, everything happens in Florida. Oh, man. I wouldn't be surprised if some crazy-ish happened in Florida on December. I wouldn't be uh, surprised. Don't Google it because we got to wrap up the show real quick. But um, anyways, yeah. you got any other stuff to talk about? Um, no. Was that it from the article? Any more robberies? Any more uh, crime? Whodunits? Uh, I have one. This dude, who is a 24-year-old man, by the way, had asked for a remote-control airplane for Christmas. Okay. And upon Christmas, received a Wii, a Nintendo Wii for Christmas instead. Which you would think is a nice thing to get that. But instead, the couple started arguing, and the man started fighting his girlfriend and beat her up. Over him not getting a remote-controlled tree? What? Over him? Shit! (laughs) I'm so sorry for being loud, but I'm not even editing it out. I am frustrated this evening. I don't know why I'm off my game. Oh my lord. Or off my ball. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> other than either way, like I don't know why, folks. I guess it's been a tough evening. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. So yeah. sorry, ladies and gents. A remote control plane is what I meant. <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Well, Instead of a remote control, he got a Wii he, and then he uh-huh. got mad and then abused his girlfriend over the wrong well, gift. Or if Fought his girlfriend over the wrong gift. Uh, it was a fight because allegedly the guy grabbed her by the hair and yanked it really hard. And in retaliation, she punched him. Oh, my good gravy. Is that Florida, too? <laughs> um, in New Hampshire, I'm afraid. New Hampshire. Yes. Ah, 
Man, that's uncommon. Well, which I've I've never been to New Hampshire, so I don't know how bad it is down there or how good it is down there. But that yeah. that's you don't hear stories like that from places like that. That that's oh. a that's a Florida. That's a that's easily a Florida. Yeah. Oh, this is funny. Um, a guy dressed as Santa Claus was arrested at a Buffalo Wild Wings for having weed. Are you serious? They yeah, busted St. Nick over, you know, just a couple of puffs of the Magic Dragon. They no, busted him for a, that. No, it's a, he had a duffel bag packed with two pounds of weed. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that, that, that's, 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 that's a little bit more than just a couple of puffs of the Magic Dragon. That's yeah. a, that's a, that's a little bit more. Yeah, he, uh, he came walking up to customers declaring that he was Santa Claus and handing them chunks of marijuana wrapped in napkins. Wow. I love this man. <laughs> Forget it, folks. Yes. This is criminal activity of the year. Yes. The, his name is Randy Lange and he is what I aspire to be. Wow. Did you hear that, ladies and gents? This is a true Santa Claus. He's actually given gifts what people want. Yeah. This is what people actually want. <laughs> Why? What? Why? That's fun to me. You know, I know he's in prison right now, serving a seven-year sentence, and he's like, worth it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Spreading the joy. Spreading the weed, getting people doped up. Heck yeah. For the holiday season. Ooh. Actually, I just looked at the one where the guy stole a bunch of snakes from a pet store. Mm -hmm. And apparently it was a big deal because he stole a $600 python. Whoa. And two boa constrictors. Why? You know, I can understand, like, something that's, like, a foot or two or three long, but, you know, like, a python and a bone constrictor for your kid? Yeah. That kid gonna be lunch. Yeah. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Um, anything else, or do you wanna, do you you wanna talk about this, the criminal activity of Christmas? Um, I don't know. Do you have anything to say about it? Do you have anything to say about Chunk? Uh, no. What? Okay, I'm, I'm going to make some comments. All right. All right. The Wii thing, that is bonkers. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, the weed, respect. Respect for the Christmas tree. Respect oh, yeah, for the weed Santa. Uh-huh. Um, the snakes... That is stupid. That guy's an idiot. You know? He didn't even dope up the snakes with weed. You know what I mean? That could no. top everything. <laughs> if he also had the snakes smoke some weed. Yeah. That would have killed the snakes, dude. No, I don't think so. It would have made no, him high. <laughs> no, it would have killed him. It would have... No, it wouldn't have. Yeah, weed kills most animals. No, it don't. Yeah, it does. No. Does it really? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I said it. Well, you know, I'm I'm sorry, reptile lovers, but uh, yeah, that would be an improvement for a snake. <laughs> I'm so sorry, reptile lovers, but uh, yeah, 
snakes suck. Hate uh -huh. to say it, but snakes suck. Even for the holidays. Especially for the holidays. What is that noise in the background, Chung? Uh, I don't know. I think it's my mic rubbing against my sweater. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. But, um, yes. Uh, shoot. What's your thoughts? Like, how would you spread Christmas cheer with weed if you was that one guy with the Santa outfit? How would you do it? Um, I would have been a bit more subtle about it. Yeah. Or better, you know those t-shirt cannons that you can get? Instead of t-shirts, I'd fill it with weed. Ah. There I'd you make go. It rain. Make it rain. There you go. I like it. I like it a lot. But yes, ladies and gents, we are going to take a break for a moment. And we'll be right back for the third segment. So stay tuned, ladies and gents. Bye-bye now. back glad you're back with us how is everyone doing now for the third segment me and chungus is kind of gonna chit chat a little bit talk about old christmas stories and etc then she has a third topic to talk about and then we're going to kind of react to it and then just you know chill hang out you and us hang out enjoy christmas because christmas is the greatest holiday in my personal opinion do you believe chungus no. Yeah. <laughs> what? Come no. on, the gifts. Halloween is way better, dude. Dude, Christmas, you get gifts. Yeah. All kinds of that's gifts. That's a favorite holiday for a narcissist, maybe. <laughs> Come on, it's a, it's a season of giving. No, it's not. It's a season of enterprise and making a profit. And giving. No. <laughs> All right. Well, I have a couple of questions, Chung. Okay. What, what was your favorite Christmas holiday or year, if you will? What was your favorite year for Christmas? Um, I don't know. I don't really have a specific one. Any favorite gifts? <sighs> favorite gifts. Um... Well, there's one thing my mom would do every year. Okay. Like, she did this every year for years, and I've only just kind of noticed she did this, is uh, she will have a secret surprise present for me every year. Like, I've never noticed it, but it'll just be, like, random gifts that I've been wanting that she'll just get me out of nowhere, and it'll be under the tree, and I'll have no idea who it belongs to because she never puts a name on it, or she'll put someone else's name on it, and it's actually mine. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's a, She hasn't, like, done it every year since I've been alive, but, like, past four years, I guess, four or five. That's like, weird. she, I remember when I was little, uh, you probably remember this, um, uh, she got me that giant dollhouse when I was really little. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that one. 
And she got me a violin like two years ago, which was really cool. Uh, sorry, audience. I accidentally turned up the volume too loud. So I do apologize. Turned up the volume too loud on her end, but it's totally fine. All right, continue, yeah. Chungus. Uh, that's about it. What about you? Uh, let me think. Let me think. Okay, definitely uh, one favorite thing that I like about Christmas, which unfortunately I haven't been able to do it this year, is I like to give people gag gifts. Like, I really like to do that. Like, um, I remember one Christmas, I got Chungus, right? I literally got her, like, a bag. This is crazy. Like, has anyone heard of uh, New York uh, Pickles, that brand? Oh, the giant pickle. <laughs> I bought her a giant... I bought you a giant uh, dill pickle that was, like, yeah. in this bag, and then I put it in a box, and uh, that was hilarious. I don't yeah. know. I just found it hilarious. And, uh, I hate she, pickles, so it went to, it went to waste, because I hate pickles. Yeah, that's the funniest part about it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was funny. It, it cost too much, because it was expensive, but I found it hilarious. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh, I actually got one of my sisters, like, uh, she had a prom date. And, uh, basically she had a regretful prom date when she was like, uh, 14 or 15, I believe. But anyways, 17? she, uh, sorry. 17. Uh, are you sure it was 17? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, like, uh. She went out with this guy that she felt sorry for, and uh, yeah, who's who's a who's a creepy mofo? Let me tell you that, folks. And uh, she just hated the entire time. <laughs> so, what I did was I got a photo that uh, was taken at prom of her with him, and I put it in a frame. <laughs> I put it in frame. I put it in a frame, and then I wrapped it up. And then I gave it to her for Christmas. <laughs> uh, she didn't like it. She didn't like it, ladies and gents. Let me tell you that. She did not like it, but I found it hilarious. <laughs> uh, shoot. And, uh, shoot, I'm trying to remember other gag gifts that I give people. But, you know, like, I did like a combo. Or, you know, like, uh, you know, a nice gift. One nice gift for my friends and family. And then one gag gift. Right? <laughs> That's how I did it every Christmas, except this year. I don't even know why. Haven't had time because of work and stuff. So, yeah. Next year, I'll definitely get some gag gifts. I'll tell you that, ladies and gents. Hey, so, question. What's your favorite things about Christmas? Um, I guess, uh, like, being with your family and stuff. Like, that's very cliche, but I like being oh, with my family. That's so cliche! <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, I that would... is a good thing about Christmas. Uh, definitely what I told uh, to the audience, I definitely do love giving all y'all gag gifts. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, that's my favorite part. What else do you like about Christmas? What, it, what else is your favorite things about Christmas, would you say? Food. Food? Definitely food. Well, yeah. I don't know. I've never... To us, like, audience, to us, like, we've never really had a holiday that was, like, Christmas, we've never had it so food-focused, if you will. You know what I'm saying? We fixed some nice meals, but, like, you know, not spectacular or anything. 
I do remember one Chris one uh Christmas when we uh had some beef Wellington. That was freaking dope. Yeah. That was that was good. But uh yes. Um I guess stocking stuffers, that's my favorite thing about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I'm trying to think of something. I'm trying to think of something. Yeah, that's one thing, you know, stocking stuffers. Alright, I'll tell you my least favorite thing about Christmas. What? Crappy Christmas movies. Hallmark Christmas movies are horrible. They are the worst. And they're all the same four plots over and over. I'll tell you this, ladies and gents, I've always made this joke. You want to hear it, folks? Okay, if you want to figure out a clever way to murder somebody, this is how you do it, okay? You invite this person over to your house, right? Have them sit in the living room, and then deliberately remove the batteries from the... Well, actually break the remote, and have the TV playing Hallmark Channel, okay? Have them stay in the living room, while watching Hallmark movies with a loaded firearm near the room, okay? They will kill themselves, and you won't have to even do anything about it. Okay, you could just be like to the authorities, I have no idea what was going on. I was, I was playing this Christmas movie about this, this, uh, this, this lady that doesn't need no man, and then this guy comes along. They get married on Christmas. What title is that? I, I don't know. They all seem the same. But I don't know why he killed himself. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, seriously. Hallmark movies can make a person kill themselves. I swear. Hate mm-hmm. that crap. Yeah. Ugh, gee whiz. What is up with Hallmark movies? Like, they're all on a budget of maybe $12,000. It's all horrible acting. And it's yeah. all the exact same plot. Explain the basic plot of uh- Hallmark movies. Well, there's always the uh, fan favorite uh, plot line, which is a young woman lies to her family about having a boyfriend slash fiance and then has to hire someone to pretend to be said boyfriend slash fiance for either Christmas, Thanksgiving, or a relative's wedding. Yep, that is it, folks. And also, I'm going to be real. Nobody's realistic in these relationship movies on Hallmark. Nobody's realistic, especially a dude. I'll tell you that. Dude, no one's ever really realistic in romance films. No. Ever. Mm-mm. Yep, that is the truth. Like, I think I'm wanting to start a petition that Hallmark no longer makes movies and just sticks to their, their postcards. Just stick to yeah. your postcards, all right, Hallmark? They and your holiday cards. gifts. Just don't make these crappy, low-budget holiday movies about romance. And just, uh, I don't know. Not going to get into it, folks. It's Christmas. we got to celebrate it, right? Uh, yes. Hey, I have a question, Chungus. Uh, did you see, um, trying to think. Did you see the Christmas cover? On uh, Facebook? Uh, no, I don't get on Facebook, oh. so I I wouldn't have seen it. So you don't you didn't like her page? No, uh, I. Yep, yep. You know what that means, ladies and gents? She's a loser. And people that doesn't like the t- 
Taco Monday podcast page on Facebook is also a loser. I'm sorry to say it, but you know, you ain't in the party until you like the party, which is on Taco Monday podcast. All caps on taco, no caps on Monday, one cap on podcast. Like and share, ladies and gents, and get notified for our newest podcast coming up. (laughs) I had to throw that in. Shameless plug-in. Booyah! Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. You're annoyed, aren't you? Yes. (laughs) All right. Other things. Um, you know, this goes on with Christmas movies, but, uh, definitely the sequels to Home Alone, like... Home Alone 4 specifically, that television movie. Home Alone Taking oh. Back the House, I believe. Which one was that? Was that the one with Scarlett Johansson in it? No, that was Home Alone 3. Okay, I like that one. Home Alone 3 was actually really good. Even though you didn't have McCallan Mac- Culkin. Yeah, yeah, even though you didn't have him, it was actually pretty decent. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But the fourth movie, uh, shoot, that one, that one had like... Uh, the dude French, what's his uh, name? Uh, Stuart French. Stuart French. That might be his name. I don't know. Yeah, that's and gents. his name. French Stuart. Anyways, he was on Third Rock from the Sun, and he played uh Marv in that TV movie. It sucked. Or wait, Marv or Harry? Which one? I think I don't think they're the same characters. I I, I don't know. No, 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 no. If I'm not mistaken, I believe that the fourth movie, they're insinuating that um. Uh, uh, that kid is Kevin McAllister. No, but that wouldn't make sense because they didn't have the same the same amount of kids and they had different names. Well, think about it, Chungus. Okay? In the first and second movie, they mentioned that he had two siblings and the rest was just, you know, cousins. So, yeah, that is kind of a sequel to on, uh, Home Alone 2. A horrible sequel, mind you. Like, I think the third one was like a uh, spinoff, right? Yeah. I this movie truly was terrible if I didn't even realize that's what they were going for. Because <laughs> I just Googled it. And yes, his name's French Stewart, not Stuart French. Yeah, tomatoes, tomatoes, potatoes, potatoes. You know, it was still a horrible movie, you know? <laughs> it was. How did I not realize this was... How did I not realize that? We only watched that movie, like, twice. It sucked. Twice, it was horrible. You know, and we was, was kids, okay? Kids are easily impressionable. If you see somebody get kicked in the nuts when you're nine years old, you laugh at it, okay? Yeah. That was That was our form of entertainment when we was kids, dude, okay? Dude. People getting injured was hilarious when we was kids. No, dude. What? They made a Home Alone movie in 2012. Oh, shite. It's called The Holiday Heist. Oh, my lord. The Holiday Heist. Yes. Please tell That's me about it. it. Uh, with his parents away, an eight-year-old engages in the Battle of Wits with some thieves. A Battle of Wits? Uh, blah. I don't have wits. <laughs> A Battle of Wits with some thieves. Yes. Is it the same plot to Home Alone 1? Pretty much. Ugh. Okay, but it's not the same characters. If that makes you feel any better. I guess. Uh, let me get the synopsis. Alright. Alright, sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, right. Yes. 
Yes. First of all, this kid's really freaking weird looking. He is? Does yeah. he look like old McCallney Culkin? No, he's just an ugly child. Smeagol ugly I, or like, I don't know. I would say on a scale of uh, Smeagol to uh, Jensen Ackles, he's probably a four. A four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's kind of ugly, but not super ugly. All right. Kind of at a, like, uh, let's say, example. Mm, I can't think of an example, but yeah, I get um, you. About a four? Um, who's that actor um, that was in everything in the 90s and early 2000s? What's his name? Mm. Um, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi? Yeah. It's probably, like, not his right last name, but, you know, I'm agreeing. No, it's Buscemi. It's Buscemi? All yeah, right. I'm pretty sure. Steve Buscemi level? That sounds accurate. Yeah. He still does stuff. Uh, he, he has does. this funny show with Daniel Ratcliffe. Uh, forgot what it was called. Uh, shoot. Anyways, it was. It's a pretty funny show. Like, uh, forgot the name, but yeah, it's a pretty funny. Uh, show. Haven't watched it, but uh, definitely want to watch it because it looks hilarious. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, like, okay, you got a summary on the this Home Alone movie, what it's about, and etc. Yes. Okay. So the Baxter family moved from California to Maine and settled into their new house during the Christmas season. Ten-year-old Ben Baxter, which it said he was eight in the other one, so I don't know who's right, just by the way. And his older sister, Alexis, are technophiles. What does that mean? Technophile. That sounds... That sounds creepy. What is technophile? That sounds technophile. You know what a yeah. technophile is. It's what per- is it? Um, uh, oh, okay. I googled it. It's a, a technophile is someone who's addicted to technology. Okay, I was I was going to I was going to say a bad joke, but we'll go with that. Oh, I was going to say a bad joke, and yeah, probably shouldn't say it, but I was going to say somebody that somebody that harmed R two D two or something. What the f- <laughs> we're cutting that out we're cutting that out i don't know okay. but you know technophile i don't yes. know okay, somebody anyway. that loves technology okay, all right so finn alexis they're really into technology who isolate their, themselves from their parents curtis and Catherine, and the outside world finn is often playing video games and alexis is often on her phone. Encouraged by his dad to socialize, Finn befriends his neighbor, Mason, who informs him about the legend of the smothered gangster whose ghost haunts the Baxter's new home, leaving Finn paranoid. Ooh, it's haunted. Fun. Wait, is Uh, it really haunted? I don't know. I'm still. This is like the entire synopsis of the movie. So we're going to learn everything about this movie. All right, ladies and gentlemen, get your popcorn ready and get your drinks ready. We're going to have a fun ride. Continue. While the family family leaves their home to go Christmas shopping, a group of thieves and Miss Kathleen Gidney's henchmen, consisting of leader Sinclair. The glamorous Jessica and their new safecracker Hughes 
carry out their plan to break in and steal an old, long-lost Edvard Munch painting valued at $85 million, unaware the house has the house is now occupied. They are unable to locate the painting in the safe basement. The basement safe, excuse me. The safe basement, otherwise known as the, the basement, basement safe. safe. All right. <laughs> All right. As the Baxters return from return home, the thieves quickly flee. At night, Curtis and Catherine leave for the Christmas party hosted by Catherine's new boss, Mr. John Carson. Not to be uh, uh, misconstrued with Johnny Carson, of course. Ah, of course. Yes, not yeah. Johnny. Not Johnny Carson. All right. Ben and Alexis stay behind upon being grounded by their parents for their actions. Wait, what did they do? Uh, they, they, they probably, uh, I don't know, they're technophiles, you know? C-3PL, you know? What, they can't, okay. <laughs> Alright, so, Ben is not permitted to play video games, and, uh, Alexis can only use her phone for emergency calls. And, of course, she'll totally use it for emergency calls, right? And not Naturally. get on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I sound, I sound like such an old person. Okay, boomer. Uh, <laughs> okay, boomer. That, after having seen the party invitation earlier, the thieves plan to return, thinking the house will be cleared of the entire family. Sinclair confides in Jessica and Hughes that the painting they seek is the widow, a portrait of his great-grandmother and her family that was stolen decades ago. Miss Gidney told them that they had a nice work. What? That they had a nice work? That sentence makes no sense. Chungus, Chungus, I think you and I are going to move on with the topic. Anyways, folks, does that does that story sound interesting? What's your opinion, Chungus? Does it sound interesting at all? No. Not at all. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, you know, like, after about five minutes of you reading it, I'm like, ooh, this is a little bit too long for the audience. But yes, basically, uh, if you guys want us to review it, hey, Facebook, all right, our Facebook page, Taco Monday Podcast, just type that in and you'll find our page. Send me a message if you want us to review it. And definitely if we get a lot of listens to this podcast we'll definitely review it but uh yeah it sounds pretty bad but we'll totally review it for you people okay just give us a shout if you want us to review it but yes oh my goodness that sounds bad i mean like the whole plot like for one which i'm not saying they should rip off the og but you know like what's up with the sister okay What's your thought on that? The techno sister. That's, that's so cliche. You know what I mean? Like, the one person that knows how to use technology, you know, gets people out of a situation easily. It's just a, I don't know. Well, they're not tech experts. They're just addicted to their technology. He's addicted to video games. I know you would know nothing about that. You've never even touched a video game before. <laughs> And the girl's addicted to her phone. Yeah, but I'm not a technophile like they are, the pervs. Yeah, that that movie kind of sounds dumb. That's just my thought. Yeah. 
Of course, we will totally review it, ladies and gents, if you want us to. But, you know, like, just to kill it off real quick, it sounds really stupid. You know what I'm saying? That whole plot. No wonder nobody's ever heard of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's that third topic you have for us, Chungus? Um, I found some really strange Christmas traditions from around the world. Now this I gotta hear. Alright. So the first one I thought you would like is a fermented bird Christmas dinner. What? A fermented bird Christmas dinner. In Greenland, small arctic birds are buried in the carcass of a seal for seven months before being served on Christmas Day. Run, run that, run that by me and the audience again. What did I, you just say? In Greenland, small arctic birds are buried in the carcass of a seal for seven months before being served on Christmas Day. That's a lump of coal. That ain't no gift. That is a nasty, rotten, decomposing lump of coal and, to give a person for Christmas. And no, to eat a, that for Christmas. It's dinner. And also, Ugh. it's fermentation, darling. Decomposition, fermentation, potatoes, tomatoes. Well, technically, fermentation is a controlled rot, so... Hey, ladies and gents, it's controlled rot. Yeah. And you eat fermented stuff all the time. So I know, lying. but they stuff it in a seal. In a yeah. seal, ladies and gents. In they a seal. They have to seal the flavor. Okay. <laughs> 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 that is Christmas joke of the year. Gee that whiz. Christmas. It was just a seal joke. Why don't you just keep your job? Keep Keep doing your day work, all right? Whatever the expression is. Keep your day job? Yes. I suck at expressions, ladies and gents. I'm kind of like, uh, uh, shoot, I forgot that character from NCIS. Uh, Ziva. Yeah, I'm like Ziva. Like, I I'm like a foreigner that doesn't know expressions. And I'm American, so I don't know why Ooh. I always forget these all these all known expressions. Well-known? Well, frick off! <laughs> Come on! I don't know why I'm off my game in this podcast. So sorry, ladies and gents. Okay, so how do they serve this sealed-in flavor of bird? Uh, this huh. dinner of the of the foul bird. They don't elaborate, but I'm curious, so I'm going to Google it. One little thing. Why do we still serve Ew. fruit? Uh, what's uh, Brett? What's that? Uh. Chungus, real quick before you tell the audience how the meal is prepared, um, what's that uh, dish called? Fruitcake? That is it. Yep. Who eats that? It's disgusting. Satan. Huh? Satan. Yeah, Satan eats that. Uh, it's just that's that's just that's just punishing fruitcake. You could kill a person with with fruitcake. I'll tell you that you could kill a person with fruitcake if you hit them hard enough. Because those suckers, Ew. it's just hard and disgusting. But anyways. Ew. Oh, what is it? Did you find the uh, I recipe? I found pictures. It's gross. Oh, what does it look like? Describe to the audience. Um, well, picture picture a bunch of birds sticking out of the gut of a dead seal. Wait, that's the dish? 
They they serve the dead seal. No, no, they. I'm looking at the picture of that. Oh, like the how they uh, create it. Yeah, how they stuff it. Oh, ew. Like, do they have it in controlled environment? Like, I don't know, a refrigerator or something? Or is it no, literally they bury out? Bury it. Bury it with the seal. Uh, they. It is buried oh. underneath a large flat stone, oh. seam side up, to prevent the rupturing by the gases that evolve and uh, yeah. and contamination. Oh man, I'd rather have fruitcake any day than eat that shite. <laughs> yeah. The birds are uh, stuffed in a freshly disemboweled seal. Oh. Oils are applied to the skin to prevent infestation by maggots. Oh. The pelt is buried and it is dug up several months later when fermentation is complete. Let's see, how do they usually... Ooh, okay, it is said to say... Tastes uh, similar to uh, natto paste or very mature cheeses, apparently. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I through throughout you describing the process of how they create that dish, I've been cringing and nearly vomiting, like I'm just dry heaving right now. You know what I'm saying? Yum, yum. Ugh, that you is disgusting. Look at the picture. I don't want to look at the pink. Well, actually, uh, send it to me. <laughs> no, no, we'll do that after the show. How about that? We need to move yeah. on. But um, okay. Other disgusting things about Christmas or or traditions, whatever you said. Right, uh, so weird. Tra- weird. Yeah, weird traditions around the world. I don't know how. How Christmas. am I supposed to top that? I hope there. I hope you can't top that. I really hope there's no topping that, because okay. to know that there's something worse than that, is horrible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, there's the Yule cat. The Yule cat. Yes, it's from. It's a monster from Icelandic folklore. Icelandic folklore, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Hit me. Hit now, the audience. Don't hit uh, the audience the, physically. Just, just you know, tell them. I will fight your audience. <laughs> All right. The vicious cat is said to lurk about the snowy countryside and gobble anyone who hasn't received clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. Are you serious? Yeah, so if you don't receive clothes before Christmas Eve to wear, then you're going to get eaten by a cat. Why? I don't know. It's it's Iceland. They have weird things. Now, wouldn't it be more like if you didn't give somebody a gift, maybe give somebody clothes, you would be the one that's eaten? Because, nope. you know, these days, okay, people wouldn't give two flips if somebody was mauled to death by a large animal, a yule yeah. cat, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's going to get out of their way, unless it's family and friends. Nobody's going to get out of the... What's the frick? Expression. Words. Go out of their way. Yes, they will not go out of their way to give somebody a shirt and pants. That's yeah. the sad truth. But somebody would be like, who's this guy? He don't have any clothes on? Ah, screw him. <laughs> That's what people would be like. 
up. I don't think they're naked. Well, they could be wearing underwear. Well, okay. Okay, you we're know, like, on. if you... <laughs> no, we're not moving on, Chungus. We're not moving on. Yes, we Let's... are. No, 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 no. We gotta stretch radishes. out this podcast. We gotta stretch it out to an hour. No, you wanna hear about the Night of the Radishes. You know, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Sounds good. Let's talk about right. the radishes. Uh, every December, thousands of residents of, oh dear God, it's a place in Mexico. I cannot pronounce the name of the city. I am sorry. Okay, it's o- in Mexico. It's a tradition in Mexico. Oaxaca. Oaxaca? Oaxaca? It's O-A-X-A-C-A. Let's just say Mexico. That'll be a lot easier. People in, will get it. You know, people yeah, will understand. Yeah, in Mexico. It's somewhere in Mexico. Okay. All right, so thousands of residents in Mexico flocked to the main plaza to see an expedition of sculptures, including characters from the nativity, carved from radishes. Wait, okay, it's the nativity scene. Yeah. And explain what they do with radishes? They carve things out of them. They carve little characters, like the nativity scene or anything pretty much they'll do they'll carve anything out of radishes for some reason you tell me that they carve baby jesus out of a radish yes well all right okay i'd like to now that's something i would see that would be kind of interesting you know what i mean like go to mexico on christmas to see that that would be interesting to look at yeah okay the nativity scene yes out of radishes, how is that done? They carve it. Well, yes, of course, but, like, I thought radishes weren't, like... They're a root plant. They're like a potato. Well, not exactly like a potato, but, you know, they're a root plant, so that you got some stuff to carve with. Okay. Okay, I was I was thinking, for some reason, like, the like even though you said radishes, for some reason, Brussels sprouts was popping in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, that'd be difficult, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. that would be, like, so difficult. You All know? Right. So, Norwegians prepare for witches. They prepare for witches for the winter. Yes. Yeah. The Norwegians believe that Christmas Eve coincides with the arrival of evil spirits and witches. So, to combat that, they hide all their brooms before going to bed. How, how does, wouldn't witches bring their own brooms? Well, shh, 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 no. <laughs> Don't question the Norwegians. Ladies and gents, let's be real, okay? Hiding your own brooms would not stop witches that more than likely own their own brooms from coming over to your house. Let's be real. If you're hiding your own broom, you are assuming that somebody in your family Maybe yourself is a witch, okay? That's what I would think. Like, you know, a husband hides broom on Christmas because he thinks his wife's a witch, you know? That's understandable. (laughs) Ladies, ladies, calm down. I'm just joking. But I'm like, that doesn't make sense at all. Does that make sense? Like, to stop witches from coming over to your village or something, you hide your own brooms. Yes. That, that makes zero sense. Don't question the Norwegians. All right. We won't question the Nords. All right. Okay. 
there's one thing. This website claims that it is tradition in America to uh, hang decorative pickles from trees, but I've never heard of that. Hey, I did get you, like, a New York pickle. No, but they are saying that they hang decorative pickles from the Christmas tree. Why? No, but have you ever heard of that? Because I've never heard of that. No, I've never at all heard of that. That is weird. Wait, who who thinks that? Um. Well, according to this website, the <clears throat> tradition started in the American Civil War when Private John C. Lower was captured and taken prisoner. Starving on Christmas Eve, he begged a guard for a pickle, and he obliged. After his release, he is said to have begun the tradition of hiding a pickle on the tree. <laughs> All right. I've, I've never heard never of that heard tradition, of but I'll tell you this. I might I'm just be stupid, it. one day sneak out to the store, and then, you know, kind of sneak uh, sneak that in and uh, shoot, you know, uh, you know, our sister and brother-in-law's tree. Like, just sneak uh-huh. it under a tree. You know what I mean? Like, uh. Uh, another New York, which those suckers are expensive, but another New York just hide in their Christmas tree. That'd be hilarious, wouldn't it, Chungus? Yeah. All right. Okay, uh, continue. I'm Googling and seeing if that's actually a tradition, because I've never heard of it. All right. Uh, we'll wait a moment. I think this is just like an old tradition. It must be. They... I'm sure it died in the Civil War. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people did. Oh. Is it too wow. soon? So sorry, ladies and gents. Uh, too soon, my dude. Yep, too soon. Ah, okay. So in uh, Chechnya, people believe that they can predict marriage pro- or proposals on Christmas. Really? Yes. Uh, yes. Um, Czech women uh, perform a ritual to determine how successful their love life will be over the coming year. They simply stand with their backs to the front door and throw a shoe over their shoulder. If the shoe lands with the toe pointing towards the door, they will wed within the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what if it doesn't? Then I guess you're not marrying within the year. Huh. Hmm. That is weird. That is actually weird. I don't know if I have anything to say about that. Yeah. Which, uh, pardon me, I think I said uh, Chechnya, which I should have said the Czech Republic. So, excuse me for that. Yeah, we're not editing that. We're just going to keep your screw up in here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah. But, yeah, the Czech Republic. Yeah, my brain is still alive in the uh, 90s, so I keep wanting to say Czechoslovakia, even though that is no longer a thing and hasn't been even before I was born. (laughs) Yeah, it happened. Actually, I didn't know either, so you're fine. Probably the audience didn't even know, so you could have just said Czechoslovakia and got away with it. No, Czech Czech Republic and uh, Slovakia. Okay. They uh, disbanded, like, in the 90s. Let me Google that. I'm pretty sure. Kind of like a boy band breaking up? Yeah. Kind of like that? Exactly. Exactly like that. You know? It's exactly like that. You can totally compare, like, warfare and politics to boy bands breaking up. I believe so. 
January 1st, 1993. Hmm. Oh, that's when they broke up? Or, I mean, yep. I mean, the country's <laughs> disbanded? The, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, for some reason, for a millisecond, I was thinking of boy band. I don't know why. Well, oh, no, I wasn't dude. thinking of a boy band. No homo. But, no. <laughs> no, but they call... They call it the Velvet Divorce. The Velvet... Ah, hey. That's adorable. The Velvet well, Divorce. Okay. Yes. And that was almost eight years before I was born, so... Ah. Yeah. Okay, like, um, anything else interesting to talk about? Um, I don't know. I don't really see any more interesting Christmas facts. All right. Oh, uh, by the way, what was the article? Where'd you get the article from? You gotta uh, tell the audience. Good housekeeping. Good housekeeping. All right. Yep. What was the weirdest uh, holiday tradition? Do you think, in your opinion? Ah, uh, the seal. <laughs> the seal. Um. Yeah. 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 That's uh. That's that. That they should have saved that for last. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I really think so because you know. Like, you could have put the other ones, like, first, right? Like, uh-huh. uh, weird thing number 10 or number 9 or number 8 or whatever, etc. But, you know, yeah. like, save that for, like, number 1 because that was literally the weirdest one in the entire article she read. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Of course, the Nords, them hiding broomsticks to keep witches that don't even live in their house away from them, even though they more than likely own broomsticks for themselves. I don't understand that. It makes zero sense. You know what don't I'm saying? Question it. Yeah, we shouldn't question the Nords. You know, we might get some angry Vikings on us. and <laughs> You know, we don't want to trigger the Nords. So, Norwegians, we respect your tradition. You know, total respects to the Norwegian tradition and holiday tradition. But yeah. uh, I have a little critique, okay? Do you agree with me, Chungus? Yes. If you don't want witches, hiding your broomstick's not going to change a thing. If you're That's robbing a bank, you know, bankers don't hide all their vehicles, worrying that they're going, you're going to use it as your getaway vehicle, okay? The criminals are going to bring their own getaway vehicle. You know what I'm saying? Or their own Santa suit. Or their own Santa suit, just like the last topic we talked hey, about. Hey, callback. Hey, callback, right? Yeah. But yeah, I would say this, okay? Some type of festival, uh, festive holiday anti-aircraft weapon. Use that yeah. against the witches. Have lights on it. Yeah. Like, um, I forgot one of them Viking weapons. But, you know, have some kind of, like, lit torches on, like, a bow and arrow. And just launch it at the witches at nighttime. That's what yeah. I say. A uh, string up an electric fence. An electric fence. Yeah. Maybe, if their broomsticks are electric, have some kind of EMP field around your village. There you yeah. go. Like, as soon as they fly over, they crash. Yeah. Then you can steal their shoes. And then you can, you know, uh... Click your shoes uh, three times and go back to Kansas or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But you get what I'm saying. Like, the tradition's very interesting, but it makes uh -huh. zero sense. I don't know if they still do it. I, I, I kind of doubt it. I doubt that. Uh, shoot, the shoe thing. Um, 
it's a interesting little holiday game to do, but you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it's kind of like this. I think if it works, the only reason why it works is kind of like psychosis, right? It's, like no, the, it's just coincidence. Yeah, coincidence and maybe some psychosis. Like, let's say, you know, you're the lady that throws shoe over your back and then the shoe points towards the door. And then mm-hmm. you're like, I'm going to get married within a year. So I need to meet guys as fast as possible, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, she gets more open. You know what I mean? She, you know, goes on dates and stuff a lot. And, you know, eventually yeah. meets a guy and marries him. Okay, right, I think it's psychosis. psychosis. And then, psychosis. no, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. All right? Maybe not psychosis, but you get what I'm saying. It's like a tricking, tricking the mind. And then the girl that doesn't get a shoe near her, she's going to be, you know, upset about it. And she's like, I'm never going to meet anybody within a year. And then, you know, some of them will not even try to go out on dates and stuff because they think, oh, I'm not going to get married within a year. And then, you know, it becomes true. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking to myself. Playing tricks with the mind. I don't know. So it's something. I'm not a psychiatrist, or is it psychologist? No, Which one? Either or. Either or, ladies and gents. Either or. All right, let's look at the time. Ooh, look at the time over here. It is almost over an hour on this segment. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know why I've been off my game, but you know, luckily my guest co-host has been able to help me out with this holiday podcast. And me and her have been celebrating. And I hope you've enjoyed your holidays, Hanukkah, Christmas, happy holidays, along with us, ladies and gents. Well, Jungus, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a Merry Christmas. All right, thank you. All right. You going to wish me a Merry Christmas? No. All right, I'm hanging up now. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Hey, you have a good night and a Merry Christmas, Chungus. All right, you too. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was the infamous Chungus that joined us for this special podcast. We give her a round of applause. Thank you so much for helping us out with the podcast, Chungus. But anyways, yes, everyone that has been listening, thank you so much for sticking around for our special podcast. It's been very fun to do i gotta say it's been a very fun podcast a very big podcast in my opinion i have definitely done a lot of work for this podcast so i hope you've all enjoyed it it's been a blast uh yes it's been very fun uh for some reason i've been a little bit off my game with the podcast i don't know why i've been having to edit a lot i don't know why but yes i hope you've enjoyed this special podcast i've enjoyed it and chungus has enjoyed it too Yes, ladies and gentlemen, um, generally, I usually like to have like a positive message near the end of my podcast, but considering that this is an hour special, I'm going to kind of, you know, end it and kind of have some small but positive for you all. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, a little message from Taco Monday podcast from your host, Lone Angler. I hope you all have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah etc etc and i hope you sit down with your family be with your parents be with your siblings be with your spouse be with your girlfriend or boyfriend be with your children and enjoy the holidays sit down with your family at the table enjoy a nice meal and enjoy the gifts on christmas day 
ladies and gentlemen, I believe I've wrapped up another show. Thanks from the help of Chungus, of course. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, I do hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. And I hope that you all have a Merry, Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year. Good night, everybody, and I am out.